is my prayer at this time that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present would be acceptable in your sight now and forevermore. Amen. So here we are on our second week of Advent and we have lit the peace candle. That is our theme for this particular week in Advent is peace. And this is a season of peace, isn't it? We, we all wish for peace. We pray for peace, especially if we're watching the news for whatever reason. We seek peace. And we look at Christmas time and we, we realize that Jesus has come. He is, he, we, we sing of him as being the Prince of Peace. And then, and yet Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, Jesus says, Do not think that I come to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. So how about that? That's one of those toughies, isn't it? We spend all this time talking about peace, and Jesus says, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. The next couple of verses, he says, For I came to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. That sounds rough. Merry Christmas. Well, if you remember a few weeks ago, if you were here a few weeks ago, we talked about how uh, Jesus told us that we were supposed to hate our families. But again, let me just remind us all, that's not hate as in like not like them. It's just that we're supposed to love Jesus more than them. And in doing so, we can love them more. So this verse obviously means something like that, doesn't it? But how are we going to pull that out of there? He came to bring the sword. Not to bring peace, but to bring a sword. And yet in the same book of the Bible, he tells us that uh, uh, the man who lives by the sword will die by the sword. And he, he yells at poor Peter when they're being attacked in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he pulls out a sword and cuts off the servant of the high priest's ear. Not peace, but a sword. Well, I like peace. Peace is a good thing. And you know what? He brought me peace. The peace he brings us is a peace between us and God. We have peace in this season in terms of, again, having peace peace with God. We have peace in our own hearts that we don't need to worry about certain things. 
So we, we have this peace. So what's the sword he's talking about here? The, the sword is, of course, conflict, because there is conflict. Even in this time of year. I don't reckon everybody has a very peaceful holiday season, especially maybe with some family members. We have some troubles, don't we? Things aren't perfect. Hopefully it's not the fault of anyone here. The sword he's talking about is conflict. And, and many times there is conflict in families. We may not experience this a whole lot here. We like to think that uh, uh, the United States is a Christian nation. And we like to think that there's a lot of a lot of peace going on here between one another as 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 hopefully we're all Christian brothers and sisters, but there are people who disagree with us. And there have been times throughout history that the people who disagreed with the Christians were violent against the Christians. And Jesus knew that this was coming. He knew that this was coming. Because when when Christianity was new, when following Christ was a new idea, and not a whole lot of people had done it, people might come home to their families and say, I'm following Jesus Christ now. I, I have this, this new belief, this new way of doing things. And there would have been conflict there. There would have been conflict there over that. And eventually there was conflict between the followers of Christ and the Roman government. You see, the Romans believed that the emperor was God, and therefore Jesus was nothing. It, was, it would be against the government to follow Christ. And we all know the stories about the Christians being thrown to the lions for the entertainment of the masses back then. That's the kind of conflict we were looking at then. But we don't, we don't have exactly that kind of conflict today. We're free to practice our religion. We have peace in that. And yet there's still conflict. There are still struggles that we have in our faith, even and maybe especially at this time of year. But it's not exactly that kind of conflict. Even though we believe we live in a Christian nation, I don't think it really is. I don't think it really is. But I, but I think we need to understand that. As we're in a season of peace and we're struggling for peace at this time, it's up to us to have that peace. It's up to the Christians to have that peace and to present that peace. And you know, unfortunately, it seems like some of the Christians are, are making some trouble. 
Some of the Christians are making some trouble. I haven't heard a whole lot about it this year, but I know, I think it was, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, when Starbucks put out a special edition red cup for the holidays. It didn't say Merry Christmas on it. It was just a red cup. And believe it or not, people got upset because it didn't say Merry Christmas on the cup. There was a big stink over that. You know, there's a lot more holidays going on in the month of December than just Christmas. And again, the nation that we live in is a—it's—it's a melting pot. It's—it's. We really can't call ourselves a Christian nation. It's up to us to to recognize and appreciate the fact that there are a lot of religions working together and trying to be peaceful in this time of year. There have been years in the past where people have made us think about how, oh, they don't let us say Merry Christmas anymore, and yet nobody's been able to tell me who says they can't say Merry Christmas. Because certainly you can say Merry Christmas. Nobody's going to stop you. You might get a response of happy holidays, but you know, maybe that person that you're talking to doesn't celebrate Christmas. Right now, we're in the middle of Hanukkah. I had the opportunity on on, uh, Friday of going around in in the jail, and we had a special, uh, we had special Hanukkah cookies that were provided by a bakery in Squirrel Hill for the Jewish residents of the jail. That's a pretty nice thing, and I, I got to be I got to be the one um, to take those out myself and uh, um, Liz, who works in the jail with us. Um, we went out from pod to pod looking for the the Jewish residents and. Happy Hanukkah, here's a cookie. And you know what? I almost said Merry Christmas a few times because I'm just used to that. But Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. And and you think, that's a nice thing. And you know, people got mad because they weren't getting a cookie. We'd go in this one pod. We went in this one pod, and the the officer let us in. He's like, who are you looking for? And we told him the name of the guy we were looking for, and he said, you came into this pod, a pod with 90 men in it, 90 prisoners in this pod, and you brought one cookie for one person. And folks were asking, hey, chaplain, how can I get a cookie? Well, are you Jewish? I can be Jewish today. Well, file the paperwork. We'll see what we can do about getting you a cookie. We need to try to be peaceful. The peace is up to us. People will have conflicts with us over the littlest things. 
like what it says or doesn't say on a coffee cup. I can see people getting upset about a cookie. Because quite honestly, these guys aren't getting cookies. But we have conflict. There is conflict in this world. There is conflict that the world has against us because we're Christian, but it's up to us to be peaceful. It's up to us to bring that peace. Again, we have it easy. Because there's not a literal sword against us. I think there are some folks who just like to stir up trouble. Say, hey, they won't, they won't let me say Merry Christmas. Who's, who's saying that? Who says you can't say Merry Christmas? Sometimes it's a good idea just to say Happy Holidays. We've been, uh, last week we put these Christmas packages together. We're going out into the jail this coming Wednesday morning and we're delivering a package, a care package to every resident of the jail. We got a little notepad and a pen and a thermal, a thermal shirt and soap and toothpaste and hot chocolate and a Sarah's chocolate bar. And I think there's some hard candy, calendar. I don't remember what else. There's a couple other things in there. But we've got all this stuff very, very nicely packed in a, uh, a big envelope. And the envelope this year says, Happy Holidays from the Chaplain Staff. They used to say Merry Christmas from the chaplain staff, but now they say Happy Holidays from the chaplain staff. Because we're finally understanding the fact that not everybody celebrates Christmas. And you know what? We just want people to have this gift. We want people to have this gift. And last year there was a man who we were... We were delivering these, and he said, he said, I don't want one. I said, why not? He said, I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate Christmas. Okay. So we actually ended up getting an envelope and wrote happy holidays on it and ended up bringing it to him and he was happy to receive that. It's up to us to be peaceful because the world isn't going to be. Sometimes it's up to us to find the common ground. season of peace. I'm going to tell my favorite Christmas story. It's a story about peace. 
It was Christmas. Christmas time in 1917. The First World War was going on. And the powers that be decided, you know what? Let's have a ceasefire for Christmas Day. Christmas Day is coming. We're going to have a ceasefire. At midnight, everybody sets down your guns. No more shooting for 24 hours. We'll have a peaceful Christmas Day. So at midnight, an alarm sounded, and all the shooting stopped. Everybody laid down their guns. They were sitting in their trenches. The English were sitting in their trenches, and they heard singing coming from across no man's land. A familiar tune, but being sung in German. They climbed out of their trench to go see what was going on, and the Germans saw them coming and welcomed them. And they sang Christmas carols together. And they exchanged gifts. They ate together. They exchanged gifts of food and tobacco and helped provide medical care for one another where it was possible. And then they went back to their trenches and the next morning they got up and it was Christmas Day. And they came back out into no man's land again and, and they played football. Well, they call it football, we call it soccer, but it's a, it's a Christmas tradition, isn't it? Football. They played football all up and down the front. Because, hey, it's, it's, it's a day off from the war. It's a day of peace. There was even a story I heard not too long ago about a man who was uh, an Englishman who was there in the trenches, and he got up and he found out that his barber was on the other side, and he got a haircut from his favorite barber for Christmas. Because it's a day of peace. And they had a wonderful day of just feeling safe. And at the end of the day, they went back into their trenches, and the next morning they woke up and said, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. We just spent a day with those guys, and now they want us to start shooting at them again. We just spent Christmas together with them, and now the officers want us to kill them. And this was the feeling on both sides. Nobody wanted to fight. And another day passed. And another day passed, and nobody was shooting. What happens when you throw a war and nobody fights? So finally, the powers that be at both sides said, you know what, we can't have this. So they moved people, shuffled them all up and down the line so that they were no longer across from people that they knew, and it was a little easier to shoot at them, I guess. 
We almost had peace because of Christmas. And somebody had to go and ruin it. We struggle for peace. And we should struggle for peace because we need it. We should have it. It's the best thing we can have. Not only now, but any time. This program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons Attributes Non-Commercial Share-Alike License. If you would like to contact Colin, please feel free to email colinroberts412 at gmail.com. this service is over, your service may now begin. As we go from this place, let us go in peace, seeking peace, and making peace. Amen.